Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh my God, is that a dragon? Hard to decide whether today is worse than the day with all the death and stuff. Here's what I'm thinking. To, uh, of course, get your autograph. That way, I see a break in the crowd. You could shut up. So it's going to be that kind of visit. Is it dangerous? No, it's just so annoying. Red is never really interested. This is like a smaller, shittier version of that. Hmm. Uh, it was the same architect. A smaller, shittier architect. <laughs> Welcome back to Dice Shame, episode 21, So Help Me. This week's MVP is Timmy from Podchaser, who gave us a five-star review on the podcast. Thank you, Timmy. Couldn't have done it without you. Thanks, Timmy. If you're enjoying this, check out our friends at Of Dice and Myths. Their podcast is a series of storytelling adventures focusing on the connections and struggles of real people in a fantastical situation. The goal is to share the stories that need to be heard the most. It's a wonderful show, and they're so passionate about what they do. All right, are we ready to do this? Yeah, let's get to it. So help me. Welcome to episode 21, everybody! Whoa! Whoa! Hey, yo! Forever! Forever 21! It's been a whole week before we've come back to Waterdeep. Magic items. I know. Gotta love them. What what was it that we got last week? We got the decanter decanter of endless water. Endless water. Endless water. Chime of opening. The chime of opening. Jack, do you have any ideas how you're going to use that decanter? Um, A pool party. Pool party. Sound like it's a poo party. I did. Poo party. And you know, shit fart would love to come to that poo party. (laughs) You know, sometimes you just need to make a place where I'm welcome. (laughs) I just need to make a bathtub for a shit fart. So yeah, I'm so excited. Wash the horses with your decanter. I'm excited to to break at this chime of opening on something that Joe really doesn't want us to open. You know what I mean? Like some like really great magic chest, and I'm just gonna be like, click that door. That door requires a key, which you don't have. Click. Uh, no, I'm excited. I think I think the chime of opening is is like a, a not a game breaker, but it's definitely a door opener. Well, you ah. don't have a rogue in the party, so truth. So Red just did something sneaky in a graveyard. No one knows that. Well, so so Red had this this lovely moment where he rolled insight last time and and saw a little bit into Jack. And I wonder if Red coming back. Red is never really interested in anything civilization. Not in this way. This is the only thing Red's ever so like true. presented so true. to be interested in and want to invest in. And I think Jack would want to take a moment and just see, like, just ask him, hey, so what's up with the graveyard? And just like point blank. Right, as Red's strolling yeah, back like, to so, join so, you. Hey, so what's up with the graveyard? <sighs> it's just a beautiful place, really. 
Uh, and I got a 12. For Versus your insight. deception. 22. All right. You totally believe Wink. them. <laughs> well, it just it really strikes me that that it that I, I I mean it is it's really wonderful. I'm just you you don't take you you don't pay attention to things like that. So I'm I'm really I'm really interested to find something that connects with you. That's that's really neat. You just don't know me yet, Jack. I say as I walk past him. <laughs> <laughs> your fingers together like Mr. Burns. <laughs> um, have we seen any tabaxi around other than red? No. They're oh. pretty rare. What brought you to Waterdeep? How did you get here, Red? Well, I mean, it's a long story. We got time. Fair enough. Where are we going first? Let's decide, and then we can talk while we walk. We're heading to, uh... I think the dragon place? Shazloth Yarghorn. Yeah, we're going to see Shazloth Yarghorn. <laughs> in the Northward. He's a dragon expert. Is he a dragon? I think he's going to get us in touch with the good dragon. It's not impossible. Um, yes. So as we're walking, I'll answer the question and say, um, yes, well, us tabaxi, obviously, we come from far over the seas. And we try not to send too many of our people over here, um, typically because we are artisans and traders and the such. But I was the first of my family, really, to uh, sell arrows overseas. Well, Kraloff knows most of this. We've talked about it many times. You, so you, you came, you just came across the sea because that's what tabaxi do? Well... Truth be told, I came here under the guise of selling arrows. That, at least that's what my family believes. They thought I came here to fletch and sell arrows, but the truth is I, I just wanted out. I wanted a bit of adventure, and that's why I'm so happy I met you. I'm roll, I'd like to roll insight. <laughs> sure. This is what he always does. Uh, oh, a natural one, you fucker. <laughs> oh, oh, shame. Shame, Not even shame, shame. shame. Threw it at oh. the shame door. Oh. And that's all you'll need to know. Jar. <laughs> and you believe shame. him. That's a, quite a thing to do, you know, to pick up your life and travel across an ocean. Yes, but, you know, us as tabaxi people, we're really not that attached to the families. We, I mean, I'm one of 40 siblings, you know. I don't even know some of them. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, you know, we, we were meant to do that. Did you know it was Farron you were coming to? Until recently, there was a whole different continent over there. You know, Jack, I didn't even know the name of the continent was Faerun until, I think, Kraloff mentioned it in passing. I saw it on a sign. And what a sign that <laughs> was, buddy. Can I ride on your shoulders? Oh, sure. But uh, Wait, yeah, where are we going anyway? This dragon thing. Yeah, where is that? It's in the it's north. Northward. Oh, northward. northward. Oh, we should have swung by there on our way in. I was recently in Europe with Harlan. We went mm. to, like, Berlin. New cities and just being there full of people you don't know living out their lives it's like this really impressive awesome feeling where you know you could get lost but that's kind of exciting too i just i really want to impress upon the listeners that waterdeep is a huge place it's a it's a very metropolitan place and all these people bustling around like our, our PCs are not walking through empty streets here. Like, they're having conversations and, and people are busting between them as they're chatting and they have to, like, duck out of the way because a, a noble in a riding horse who's got too much pomp and, and they're just so snotty that they just charge at full speed through the streets on their riding horses and you guys have to kind of scramble out of the way or be mowed are down. Are you kidding? Red is, like, guiding us through on Kraylot's shoulders. That way! I see a break in the crowd! It's, <laughs> it's just, like this tabaxi head yeah. Bobbing above. It's beautiful. Like the variety of shop fronts, and there there are people selling fruit in the streets under these colored awnings. There's like uh, a baker hanging out a window going, Maurice, the baguettes! <laughs> <laughs> 
Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know... It's breaking Jack's heart, because every every time he sees a street or, like, a coffee shop or a place that he's been with, yeah. with Torin or something, and that's all he can sort of see in these in these street fronts. Yeah. And he's walking around with, with, these, with these folks, and they're just not the same. No. We're definitely not the same. Different. Mm. Just different. How are you doing, Jack? Uh, I mean, he's had a rough day. Uh, hard to decide whether today is worse than the day with all the death and stuff, but... <laughs> So it's coming up on dinner time by the time you get to the North Ward, which is like, again, in the north of the city, back where you, you started your day this morning. So you have to cross all the way across the city. The sounds of the harbor are distant. The North Ward is a place that clearly houses the respectably wealthy and is a series of landscaped neighborhoods home to villas, townhouses, and upscale inns. There's like a tapas restaurant. Oh, <laughs> is, it, is it Mastican tapas? <laughs> no, there's not much of that here. You'd love it. This yeah. beautiful yellow fish. Mm. Yellow fish from the she. Oh, I see. We call it the she, not the sea. The she. Yeah. Oh. You see across the skyline a tall stone house with a mage tower in one corner. Well, this is the place that Maxine told us about. I, I guess let's just go up and introduce ourselves. I don't see why not. I mean, it's middle of the day. Now that we're here in in Waterdeep, uh, you know, grounded in the space, uh, very familiar with where this tower is in the city. Do I have any sense of the history of this tower or or the place? Do I, do I know anything about it? Do you know anything about this person's mage tower? Yeah, or this tower in general. Mages, I mean, I'm pretty tapped into the mages of the city. Roll a history check. Would love to. Uh, 28. Ooh. This mage tower was built to kind of emulate one of the more affluent mages that you know in the city. Uh, the black... Blackstaff. Blackstaff. He's got a whole tower. This is like a smaller, shittier version of that. Doran, you know Blackstaff. Yes. Clearly they're aping the style. Hmm. Uh, it was the same architect. A smaller, shittier architect. <laughs> the the yeah. original architect set a trend and then maybe this is yeah, a knockoff. This, maybe is, a maybe knock this is a knockoff architect. Yeah. 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 Or it could yeah. be the same one, just ran out of resources. Are there plaques on any of the buildings? In this neighborhood? In Waterdeep. Yeah, of course. Okay. So yeah. is there a plaque on this building? No. Okay. I'm going to knock on the door. You hear from within. <laughs> The sound of a couple of dishes knocking over. Hold on, just a minute. I think there's a lot of cats in there. Can I try the door? Yeah. Is it open? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to walk in. Uh, Red, they're, they're, they're coming. I know. A hoarder lives here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ooh. The place is a total mess. Ooh. Yeah, it reeks of cat piss. Mm-hmm. Um, and something else. Wait, I know that smell. Do I know that smell? Is that dragon shit? Yeah. That's dragon shit. Why do you know the smell of dragon shit? Because I've lived in mountains all my life. A bald man in a brown robe comes like stumbling around the corner. He's got a cat on his back. It's clawing him to shreds. And he's like, one minute. Oh, hold on. And uh, he like falls into the next room. And then you hear the clatter of dishes again. That's uh, that's like relics without wings. I'm so sorry. That was very embarrassing. Hello. I'm Chasloth Yoghorn. To make your acquaintance, hello. Nice to meet you. My uh, name is Red. This is my best friend, Kraloth. Pleasure. Jack and Doran. So hello. kind of you to let yourself into my house. It's, uh... It's a house. Yeah. It's quite a house. How can I help you and make your stay here more wonderful? We could go to a cafe, maybe. Well, no. <laughs> and talk, no. I don't leave the house very Have much. Have you got a dragon here? 
Excuse I me? I retrieve my axe from my sheath on my back. Have you got a dragon here? Put your blade away, oh, boy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa Doran, idea. Doran, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's talk about this. Sorry. I'm just a bit on edge, okay? My, my friend Doran has had some bad run-ins with, with dragons, but um, put your axe away and we yeah. can talk Please. about this. No weapons in the house. Civilly, indeed, indeed. All right. Look, everything's all right. So do you have a dragon here? Yes. Well, well, there's no problem then to put your sword away. Well, I'm an acquaintance. Uh, actually sent us to uh, Naxine from the Watchful Order of Majors and Magisters. Oh, we we met yes. her in Golden Fields, and she that suggested we have a conversation. Biddy. Oh. Is Biddy good or bad? Do you like her? Eh. You know, Naxine was more Jack's friend. Um, she's a busybody. I liked her. Well, you could shut up. So it's going to be that kind of visit. Um, <laughs> as we walk past a tall, rickety staircase that leads up into the darkness, a cat falls from somewhere and just lands on all four feet. All of its hair is standing totally on end. Its pupils just slits and it streaks into the side room. Are there any cats around us? Yeah. I'm just going to bend down and talk to one and like spend animal awareness for a minute while they're continuing on. Sure, sure, sure. Just to see what its needs are, if it's magically inclined. I kind of want to understand why they're... Oh my God. Get out of here while you can... What's going on? Why? Terrifying. Dragon wormling. Oh. Whereabouts is the dragon wormling? Yeah, upstairs right now. You'd best stay on the ground floor. Is it dangerous? No, it's just so annoying. Well, why don't you and your cat friends just put yourself in one area and we'll talk to it and maybe we can help in some Okay, way. well, just, just, just keep it away from me. Appreciate it. <laughs> Streaks away. <laughs> I don't know if you've, you've heard much news from, from the area about giants. There's been some really awful events involving all kinds of giants recently, uh, especially like Golden Fields a few days ago had their second attack and we, we were there to experience it and it was, it was really awful. Is that so? And that was why Naxine suggested we, we come and talk with you, is she mm-hmm. had a plan and thought you were the dragon expert who could uh, provide us any information we, we might need to figure out if it's even possible. In fact, she had a lot of nice things to say about you. Yeah, she, she said, would. I'm a very admirable man. Indeed, you seem like an expert who knows a lot about a lot of things. You're very correct and perceptive. <laughs> Especially cats. Can I roll insight on him? Sure. What's the deal with this guy? Is he just arrogant and likes the compliments or nine? Someone else want to try maybe? I mean, you would assume, yeah. I'll do an insight. Sure. As I'm Please do. kind of buttering him up a little bit. Uh, 11. He definitely likes you most of all of your companions so far. I'll give it a shot too with a 15. Yeah, he doesn't like Naxine because she's got a better station in life than he does. Right. And he's jealous. Um, yeah, Naxine certainly seems to have got a cushy gig. Yeah, Golden well, Fields. who wants that anyway? Golden Fields is kind of a shit city. And you've got a tower all yeah, to yourself. It's really tall. Doran's catching on to what's going on here. Looks like Blackstaff Tower. Very impressive. Very, very, very. Blackstaff actually modeled his tower after me. Oh, no way. Yep. Sure he did. Yes, yep. Yes. It looks that way. Say, why do you have a dragon wormling on the second floor? What do you mean? What are you keeping it for? What do you mean? Is it your familiar? No, he just hangs out with me. That sounds incredible. You were able to capture a dragon wormling. You you must be very powerful. Yeah. Did you capture it or did you hatch it? Hatch it and raise it. Oh, I captured the egg and then I hatched it and raised you it. Captured you captured a captured dragon's the egg. egg. A fearsome black or red dragon, of course. Must be. Oh, no. It's a way cooler dragon. 
You wouldn't know much about dragons, obviously. Definitely That's not. why you're here to talk to an expert like Nexine wanted you to be. Well, exactly. Here, um, Absolutely. It's a silver dragon. Did you want to meet it? I'd yes, love to, most yes. Most definitely. I've yes. never even seen a dragon. Maybe a little bit later. Anyway, how? Uh, what kind of help do you need? Well, mostly we need to learn about the dragon. One question, are there good dragons? Do you happen to know with all of your wisdom and intelligence that... <laughs> of course, a... dear boy, there are good dragons. Where would you find those? Do you have any examples? Why, why, why? Naxine's plan was <laughs> to unite the the good dragons mm-hmm. and, and recruit them to fight against these giants who are rampaging around mm-hmm. sort of directionless as the ordning has fallen this- apart. The dragons are not going to want to start up another thousand-year war. That's ridiculous. Of course it is. All because you say so. Here's what I'm thinking. There's a dragon in the Crypt Garden Forest. Name of Old Narbone. She's got a collection of some wild and groovy crystal balls that she uses to scry on anything that moves whenever the fancy takes her. Sexy old beast. If you guys will go over to her realm and talk to her about how you're really excited to kill all of the giants, she'd probably A, not kill you, and B, help you find what you seek. Come here, come here. He heads up the stairs without looking back. What historically old Nawbones do I know that name? Have I heard of this dragon before? Am I... Am I familiar with anything about it? No. This is an old, ancient dragon who Naxine wouldn't even know to tell you to go and see. Right. You would have to go and see a dragon specialist to right. know about this dragon. I, I do have a book of lore about old, ancient dragons. Nabon's not in there. Okay. Actually, I think Red and Kralov hang back a little bit. Okay. So uh, Doran and Jack follow yeah. closely up the stairs? Yeah. 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 He's just chatting with himself about how smart he is and how much he knows about dragons. Yeah, so I heard Nabon's a red dragon, right? Oh, uh, no. Don't be ridiculous. She's a green dragon. Oh, a green dragon in the forest. I guess that makes the most sense. Of course. Uh, Silly little man. Wow. Wow. And what? And what else can you tell us about dragons, oh wise one? Well, you know, they like uh, being uh, complimented. Very fragile egos, dragons. Oh. Um, he reaches the fourth floor and opens the door to a room that's entirely full of multicolored bubbles and, oh, oh, sorry, closes it and then opens it again and it's a really messy study. He opens a cabinet and plucks out a handful of vials and he Almost drops one and then doesn't. Wow. And hands each of you two potions. And he says, uh, just in case. What are these? You wouldn't know this because you don't know anything at all about dragons, but green dragons are the poison spitters. Mm-hmm. And if you uh, get on her bad side, well, maybe you'll need this. Poison resistance, you see. <laughs> Where are your friends? Oh, they're... Uh... Right behind us. I think we've spent the time that he's talking. I kind of want to take a quick look around, a perception, because we kind of just walked through here. Yeah. So I'm going to do a perception. I can do a perception as well. I'd like to just look for more information about this um, disguise. 11 for mine. And 17 for me. As you are looking through the vast and tottering piles of papers and knickknacks that are sprayed with a liberal amount of cat urine... 
the great green eyes of a silver dragon look you directly in the face as it walks out from behind a pile of belongings and furniture. Oh, and I say hello in draconic. Hello. Oh, your dialect is so different. Mine was so guttural and throaty. What's your name? Izor. Izor? What, what, what does it say? I hope you don't plan on stealing anything. Oh, in this pile of cat piss and, and newspapers? <laughs> Just thought we'd look around and get an understanding. Your mm, friend, the... Bumbling eccentric. Frankly, we wanted to hang back a little bit and catch our breath before moving on to his uh, quite elaborate tales. Yes, well, enjoy. As he uh, turns his back to you, his tail flicks in a very cat-like way. Ask if he knows anything about where he came from. I want to, but he seems pretty unenthused to talk to us. Can you just talk to us for a moment, please? His long neck raises up to its full height, and he turns and looks at you over his shoulder, and he says, What would you like to talk about? Well, we came here because we were fighting giants up in the north, and and a very powerful wizard of ours recommended that we speak to, frankly, the dragons. Where did you come from? I don't know. Were you born here? Yes, in this terrible house. Do you know anything about this old Narbones that your friend spoke of? Never met her. Well, we're frankly a bit worried about facing up uh, to a dragon and asking them for help. I was wondering if you have any thoughts or advice on that. The only thing dragons like more than flattery is treasure. Well, I I respect that very much. Uh, we don't have much time. We should. Hell, and I reach in and give you a gold piece. <laughs> he bats it around on the floor like a cat would. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Red. But why? They'll be expecting us. Okay, bye. Speaking in Draconic to our, our wizard host, um, uh, Obviously, Old Gnawbones must be the, the common name for, for this dragon, but but do, do you know their, their proper draconic name? It's Um That rolls off the tongue. I mean, I admit all I've learned about dragons is from this book, The Parwiccan Cycle, which is sort of about their interactions with the elves. I'm sure you're familiar. Of course. I helped write the thing. Really? Oh, uh, yes. Mm. Is there anything about Clogiliumatar that you, you remember maybe leaving out on the, on the editing? I don't know if I recognized their name in the book at all. I do know that she's a very jealous dragon and guards her territory well against other interlopers that she would not permit even her own kin to stay nearby. And yet uh, we are supposed to go there and approach her and be friendly with her? Yes. And how would we do that? With your own charming wit and uh, perhaps with a payment. Oh, mm, that makes sense. Definitely don't try to fight her, because that would be fucking stupid. But in case a fight happens... Drink your potions and run away. I, I, I don't know, I don't know, I struggle with going up to see them because I'm really interested in the dragon. Yeah, Chaz, uh, <laughs> Chaz the wizard, actually is coming on back down. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, with... I'll just wait for the other guys and I'm like, it's a dragon, as they come downstairs. Oh, and yeah, so Chaz is like, oh, so you've met uh, my pet. Oh my god, is that a dragon? And I, I get really startled. It's okay, it's okay, he's, he's, he's friendly and absolutely Beautiful. This is uh, Irizora, oh, silver dragon right. wormling. Good, certainly, uh, certainly a beautiful creature. But yep, I don't know if I. And trust he's all it. mine. Absolutely incredible. Listen, uh, Chaslov, could 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 I talk to you about something? Of course. Over yeah. Here. 
Oh, all right. I can spare a minute. I take Chaslov aside and I lean in close and I say, I didn't want you to have to talk about this in front of the others, but just between you and me, I think it's absolutely fascinating that you were able to get this egg from the layer of a mother dragon. It's absolutely incredible. Will I you, know. Will you be writing a book about this? Oh, it's at the publishers. You know, they're sending it back for revisions. They don't recognize good art. <sighs> I know exactly what you mean. Say, I'm real curious. You don't have to tell me, but which dragon did you steal it from? Mm. And I'm going to use my inspiration. Mm, good call. Oh, nice. And I'm going to use a persuasion on him. 19. Ooh. Interesting. Very interesting. Very. This could be really good. If we were to find this mother dragon, we could somehow convince her to yes, that we're exactly. friendly. If we wanted to talk to a good dragon, That's the right. mother of a silver dragon would be a better bet than old Nawbones. Mind you, Chaz did give us dragon poison antidotes. Well, I wouldn't normally tell a layperson such as yourself, but I don't think you really have the stones to uh, do anything with the information, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> I don't know what I could do. <laughs> Write my own book. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the dragon was Clarion. Clarion? Yes. My goodness, where, where did you find this Clarion? The Grey Peak Mountains, of course. Well, I am absolutely astounded by this. and, and <laughs> You should be. Listen, you wouldn't happen to have made a duplicate of that book of yours. I think it would be absolutely fascinating reading to have an advanced copy. I would be happy to pay you double and to, of course, get your autograph on this book would absolutely mean the world to me. And like I say, I'd pay you double, even triple the price of the- hundred gold. Let's do it. All right. You stay right here. Well played. I uh, Meta, you know. Yeah. You oh. have inspiration. Use it and you get it right back. Because that's <laughs> awesome. Oh, awesome stuff. Smart. Oh my gosh. I, this this dragon. I, you you guys are fine with a dragon around here like it's this. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's it also speaks, dangerous. It speaks in draconic. The dwarf is uh, upset. Yeah, he's by a bit me. nervous. He's Look, a bit of a scaredy cat. It's eyeing me. It, it's licking its lips He's at me. He's only saying that he thinks you're very pretty. No, I've seen silver dragons like this before in the Grey Peak Mountains. What would you like the dwarf to do? I bet we could get him to do anything you said. He exhales a little bit of his cold breath onto the floor of this awful home. And it like frosts over like a six foot diameter circle where his nostrils hit the ground. <gasps> The dwarf stands with his hands up against the wall behind him, and he's, he's just pressed against the wall in, in fear now. What are you What are you guys saying to it? This is not fair. This is this is ridiculous. This Dorin, is Dorin. It's okay. No, it's I've okay. seen dragons Aww. like this. Dorin, it's fine. It's okay. I promise you, nothing's wrong. And I say in draconic to both Jack and the the dragons. He's getting a bit too scared. Let's lay off the joke. He is our friend after all. You guys have a nice day. The dragon slinks away. You hear the sound of a panicked cat from the other room. And Chasloth bustles busily into the room. He's holding a tome. His book is probably four inches thick. 
It's all of these like totally messed up sheaves of manuscript. You can tell this is going to be a pain in the ass to go through. And uh, he's already signed the front with like magical, I'm imagining like gold glitter gel pen. It's his signature. Incredible. Chasloth with a, like a couple of stars underneath it. <laughs> yeah. This is beautiful. I will, I will cherish it. Doran. You got the gold, right? No. Red? Oh, I, I, red? I've got, and I reach in. I, I need a hundred gold. hundred gold, yes. You, you be sure now when you go visit old Nabone. Come, uh, come on back and tell me. Most definitely will, and, and maybe I'll pick up some tips in here. <laughs> yes, you will. Do you want me to store it? Yes, please. Here, you just hold on to that. And I kind of hold it and say, wow, what, what is this? It's a book, and you're welcome. A book you wrote? <laughs> yep. About what? About dragons. Listen, as a person who's collected beard hair from a dragon and cloud <laughs> stuff, I am so on board with collecting weird knickknacks and yeah. trinkets. You didn't pay 100 gold for those. I would pay 200 gold for this book. I am in no way against it. I'm, I love this kind of shit. Wow, this is incredible. Yep, definitely worth 100 gold. Okay. A cat runs into the room directly into a stack of papers that are precariously perched on the side of an armchair, and they fall over like almost taking Chasloth out. And he's like, uh, all right. Oh, uh, so it was very nice to meet you. I've got a situation on my hands. <laughs> we can see that. Before you even finish the sentence, Doran's like, the door's swinging and hitting. <laughs> Doran's like outside There's a Doran shape. Yeah, there's an outline of Doran on the door, yeah. Um, and just as we go, I would just say to the Silver Dragon one last time, it was really nice to meet you. Take care. And if you ever decide you want to adventure, you're welcome on our party. Cool. So we leave. The air outside is oh. so refreshing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Kraloth, what a brilliant idea. Well, it occurred to me that he stole that dragon egg from somewhere. Silver dragon versus green dragon. I figure, you know, might as well have an option. So I asked him where he got the egg from. Tells me about this dragon named Clarion. I don't know if you know of this dragon, but silver from the, the Frost Peak Mountains or the, the Grey Peak Mountains. or It is the one. You know of Clarion? Yes. That that dragon that was in there, what was his name? Irisol. Irisol. That is Clarion's baby. Now, I don't no. know if dragons care as much about their babies as us humans do, for the most part, but if I was a mama of that baby dragon, I would want to know where it is and how to get it back. Minimally, they all love to hoard, and if somebody's taken something from them... And this book, and I hold out the book, and I say, it might be complete bullshit, but he says that he wrote this book after going on this adventure to retrieve the dragon. Like the any dragon. text, I'm sure there's nine-tenths of it that are fluff, and there's there maybe there's some, some nuggets of truth buried Can I there. see it? Of course, here. Can I just flick through and roll like an insight on the gist? Like read a random page here and there? Definitely. Mm, 12, 17. A lot of it seems to be self-aggrandizing bullshit, <laughs> but there actually is a thread of a story that you pick up by reading the beginning of one of the chapters. Uh, you know, this is actually quite interesting. I, I wouldn't mind reading it. I did you want to read it first? Oh, no. I, 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 I'm pretty busy with my studies of giant. I don't have time for reading. Honestly, I... I have all the time. Jack's doing his spell scrolls. You're doing your Kellenball stuff. Doran is just being awesome. I'll read this while we're camping. <laughs> Consider me next in line. Well, I mean, we did what we wanted to do in Waterdeep. Why don't we head back to the bee in the barrel for one last drink? <laughs> I could definitely use a drink after the taste in my mouth after that place. Yeah, same here. So much oh, kissing ass that you, all you taste is shit. Yeah. 
Jack, did yeah. you want to come with us? Um, maybe I'll meet you there later. I was going to uh, swing by somewhere for me. All right. And as we walk down the street, you hear Doran saying, Man, there is more shit in there than I've seen on shit fart. God, I love that pony. To the bee in the barrel! All right. Are you going our way a little bit, Jack? I'll meet up with you there later. So, Red, Crayloth, and Doran, you head to the bee in the barrel. You don't possibly believe that of course. we are... Going to find a dragon I, and speak to them. We've been over this. I think, yes. What do you think? Kraloth? <laughs> I mean, we've seen things that I have never seen before. I mean, uh, we've seen two hill giants now. They're pretty big. I mean, I, but I didn't think we would be the ones a speaking to the dragon. Tree. I mean, we're moving tree, yeah, but I, I didn't think we'd be the ones speaking It'll be to the dragon. Fine, Dorian, don't be maybe so we'd afraid. Find the wizard, and he would know how to speak to the dragons. And we like Whoa. slow down to the in front of the bee in the barrel, and I'm like, Dorian, it's perfectly okay to be afraid of the dragon a little bit, a little bit. But you haven't seen a dragon decimate a town. No, of course not. But I I've seen have. A giant try. That's true. I've seen that dragon decimate my town. Clarion. That's the one. I didn't know that was its name. We only called it the Silver Dragon from the Deep. We've kept a respectful distance, and this was almost 100 years ago when I was just a small dwarf. It killed half of the town. I, I definitely appreciate your your perspective. Um, maybe it turns out that we do not seek out the help of the dragons. I mean, at this point... It seems kind of like a far-off solution anyways. I, I certainly hope that we don't have to come face-to-face -face with another dragon. But either way... It won't be tonight. Let's kick open this door. Let's get a drink, for sure. The smell of spiced mead and, oh. Oh. and roast yeah. coming from inside oh. of this place is absolutely intoxicating. I'm drunk already. The thought of dragons immediately leaves Doran's mind when he smells meat and mead. <laughs> just walking into this place, just seeing the layout of the, the tables and the smiling bartender, all of it just brings all of your memories back from the first time you two laid eyes on each other. This is where I bought the meat that I've made my first bit of jerky. This is where I got my first beer at a bar. And I feel like I've been here before, but... I can't remember. Oi, friends. Hello. Will you have a beer? Of course we will. Oh, Come oh, on, boys. Oh. And I wrap my arm around both of them and we Pull walk. up to the bar. Singing Stoof. my tune. <sighs> Why don't you give us three roast chickens and what are you going to have? Kraloth? Mm, <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to have the spiced meat, of course. Of mm. course you will. Of course you will. And mm. Doran will have one of my chickens. Of course. He slides three tankards across the bar. Say, Tabaxi. Yes. What's your name? Red. Red what? Red-handed Robin. Why put her there? And I reach out. A peculiar look crosses his features. And I pull it back. What's wrong, friend? Someone's been looking for you. Oh, who's been looking for me? Another Tabaxi. By the name of? Well, she didn't give me a name. She. She. She? She said my name's B, but ah. I know that you tabaxi like to have long sort of sentence type names. Yes, no, B's all good then. Yes. Did she say where she'd be? No, she was here about a week ago. Shame we missed her. She said she's been looking for you for a couple of months now. Yes, that would be old B. To the booth, friends. Thanks for letting us know. All right. Uh, <laughs> I just kind of right. look at Kraloth and I think we exchange a couple of looks. Cheers. And like I like pick up the chicken and so like, many chickens yeah turn around and i think we move into a booth and and just 
enjoy our roast chickens. Mm. With Doran and Kraloth suspiciously looking at Red, who's now acting rather strangely. Look, if you could do me a favor, friends. I'll be happy to talk, but keep this from Jack for a moment. He's He's... Awfully curious about certain things, and there's something that I'd be happy to tell you in a little bit of time that I don't think Jack would be too happy about. No problem. Doran and Kraloth just kind of exchange glances and eat yep. their food and drink their beer. Back in Jack's world. Jack is heading to the Copper Cup, uh, hoping to find Torin and, and have a word with him. You look in the window as you approach the fast hall, and Torin is very busy. It's... It's dinner time, so it's like prime time for mm-hmm. the fest hall. He's rushing around, directing his wait staff, overseeing stuff in the kitchen, shaking hands with important guests. There's a crew of sailors that are really requiring his attention. You see him in his element. Um, there's like a couple of beads of sweat on his brow that he absentmindedly dashes away with one of his rolled up sleeves. And... Always there is this ever-present smile on his face as he does the business of entertaining and, and maintaining this bar that his family's had for generations. So there's like this look through the window watching him and his element and then uh, Jack swallows really hard and, and walks into the, the room. Torin's eyes slide over you and then register who you are and you see his smile falter for just a second and a blush hits his cheeks. And he walks over to you quickly. He's got his arm full of empty glasses that are slick with beer. Jack, uh, thank thank you for coming back. I'm s- I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said anything I, I, before. I that was really not my place. I know it's not a good time, but if, if you had a moment tonight, I'd, I'd love to talk. If that's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can you wait? Uh, give me five minutes. I'll wait as long as you need. Okay. And he runs back to the kitchen, drops off the glasses. You see him give a couple of instructions to his bar staff. And then he uh, he pulls you out a side door into the alley, into the cooling night. I um, I know this is this is really hard and, and I'm I wish we could we could be somewhere else or live live a different life, but I I can't stay. I think we're leaving pretty soon and um if it's too hard and you don't want to hear from me, I, I won't write. Um, you know, I can I can leave, um, and but but I'd love to to still write to you and still be able to see you. Jack, don't do this. I I overstepped my bounds earlier. No, I you the that I mean. Listen, it's it's your birthday coming up. Soon. <laughs> I haven't forgotten. I don't <laughs> think I'll probably see you before then because you, you know, you're heading out of town with your friends and uh, who knows. But I got something for you and I would love to be able to give it to you if that's okay. Sure. Um, that would be okay. He hands you a gift wrapped in shiny paper and he says, don't, don't open it now. Um, I'll, I'll put it in my bag and uh, we're, we're probably not leaving to tomorrow i don't i don't know when you're done but i could i could stay i would love it if you would stay here tonight okay he throws his arms around you you guys share a passionate embrace absolutely yeah and uh he looks over his shoulder as he goes back into the bar where all of his obligations are and looks out at you in the street where all of your obligations are and he uh he says i'll see you in a couple hours i love you and he runs back inside. Yeah!
all love. Tis a wonderful thing. If you're loving Dice Shame, please make sure to leave us a good review on iTunes. It helps us grow. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.